Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And this is a podcast we do every Monday dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. Everything is fine. A Good Place podcast where we talk about that TV show, one episode of our episode for one episode of their episodes until we catch up to season three when it premieres. This one, though, is a special one because this is the cliffhanging finale of season one. This is where everything goes crazy. I can't wait to talk about it. That's going to be fun. But let's start with uh, telling you how you can reach us in between episodes. We have a Facebook discussion group. I'm sure you'll want to talk about this one. Uh, This is going to be definitely the most action I think that we've seen yet, which is amazing considering what we've seen in the show so far. But you can go to Facebook any way you want and search Everything is Fine up top. That will bring you to us. You can also find us on social media through Nerdy Things Pod Network at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere, including nerdythingspod.com, which is where you can find this show and merch and other stuff. And we have an Instagram page for this show here at Everything is Fine Podcast, where pretty soon uh, you will be seeing, actually, you will already be able to go back and see it, the lamp featured in Mindy St. Clair's house. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but we begin each one of our episodes with a callback to the previous episode. And we saw at Mindy St. Clair's house that she had Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2 as the most medium movies in her mind of all time. Cannonball Run and the making of Cannonball That's right. Run. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're absolutely correct. Oh, absolutely gosh. correct. So that's about the most medium thing you can think of. So guys, If you were in the medium place, what medium movies do you think you'd be stuck with? So for me, I would be stuck with Die Hard, but it would be recorded off of television. So it would have commercials (laughs) and, and at the, like in in one of the scenes, instead of actually swearing there, it's replaced by Gippie Kaye, Mr. Falcon. That's my, that's number one. That's the first one. The second movie I would have, because I'm assuming and we get to based on what we saw would just be Die Hard 3. <laughs> it's not modified in any way. It's just Die Hard 3. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought about this movie, this one movie. Well, first off, I watch um, more YouTube videos and, and vlog style stuff than more than uh, movies, I think. But my first, the first one's a movie that it would be the one Dumb and Dumber movie, the one that didn't have Jim Carrey in it, the one, the flashback one, Dumb and Dumber-er. The sequel, yeah. The sequel, whatever it was called. It'll be that one. Prequel, sorry. That one, because uh, that (laughs) one's just meh. And on VHS, of course. Uh, So I would have to find a VHS player. But my second one wouldn't be a movie. It would be a vlog of my favorite YouTuber, but him just going throughout his day and not talking to the camera just kind of doing mundane things like just it's it's 10 minutes of him just sitting down eating cereal it's just him out there waiting for his dogs to poop you know it's like oh this is my this is my favorite but he's he's just doing regular stuff that'll be my medium thing fair enough yeah fair that sounds fairly medium so i was thinking (laughs) that like Mindy Sinclair, obviously she only kind of lived as an adult in the 80s because, well, she died. But I would say I would go back to like when I saw the most movies, which would have been uh, early 2000s, late 90s, that era. Um, I was a sucker for medium stuff back then. And so like 
teen comedies were a big thing, but I don't think I'd get like the best teen comedy. Like I wouldn't get, uh, uh, I don't know, bring it on. Like I wouldn't get something really good. I'd get She's All That. Oh boy. <laughs> Just some straight down Fair. the middle, you know? Or there's a lot of great horror movies, like the Scream movies. I know what you did last summer. A lot of really cool stuff. I would get The Faculty. No, no. Just straight down the middle. But I think if I was going to get the most media movie of all time, it would be We Are Marshall. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was one that's really yeah. good. Uh, not another teen movie that I don't think it gets enough credit. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really like that movie. No? I think it gets exactly as much okay. credit as it deserves. <laughs> I think it was me. below my medium level, if I'm being perfectly Ooh, honest. Boy. <laughs> I, I remember watching it uh, when I was younger, and it had boobs in it. So that's what I remember. But I remember yeah. it being funny. We need to adjust your medium, my friend. <laughs> it's not, can't hardly wait. You know, it's not up there. She's all that is right down below that. But up definitely above Not Another Teen Movie. Just throwing that out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so in this week's news, uh, Vanity Fair did a whole piece on, I'll give you the headline, How the Good Place Built Janet, TV's Most Scene Stealing, Not a Robot. That's pretty cool that a big publication like that did this whole feature on our girl, Janet. I didn't read the thing because I don't read Vanity Fair, but I kind of agree with the sentiment. So, guys, let's just talk about how awesome Janet is. Uh, Janet's the best. Excuse me. She has the knowledge of everything in the universe and has no idea how it really relates. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that Janet would play as big a part as she has and that I would grow to love this character. And yeah, it's a, it's a character. It's not like an interface. It's not like, I mean, she is technically an interface, but she has now she has feelings, quote unquote. She loves Jason <laughs> and, and she's becoming like this staple of a character. And I can see, you know, her cheaty, Eleanor going the long way but like she's kind of just a stable character now and I'm like holy crap that's so cool that they made this this all-knowing thing a really cool character well the best thing that happened to Janet was dying because when yeah, her okay. memory got erased she almost was like, like re-brought up she had like a childhood so to speak as brief as it was but with other influences around her mostly being jason so <laughs> she she was you know it's that nature versus nurture thing yeah she has all the knowledge in the world that's what's given to her but the people around her kind of shaped her personality and she learned from them and that was kind of cool it was a cool way to do it and it's definitely made her more vulnerable relatable fun kooky crazy and the best part is they still didn't waver from she still answers the questions as the all-knowing being or or answers every situation as an all-knowing being like she says she loves jason but then always follows it up but i'm not sure i really know what love is jason's just the first person that was there or so you know what i mean yeah. like there's always still a robotic context for the feelings that she's learned so to speak yeah yeah it's just been a ton of fun so big janet fan so glad that she's on our team on every on the uh, good place which we do this podcast about but i'm also so glad that this team came up with the number one segment in all of podcasting everybody loves it everybody's talking about it not a day goes by that someone doesn't uh, mention to me out of context quotes of the week so jules kick it off so this was the season finale and there's a lot of shirt that went down 
<laughs> and I was just in awe. I only have one because I my jaw was just on the floor with what was happening. Uh, so I was just like trying to process everything. Here's my one right here. Well, it's been real, dog. Sorry, that's how I ended most of my serious relationships. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to go had, with another one I had quite one a few. <laughs> Let's go ahead, Kev. Yeah. Uh, so I had, he who smelt it murdered Janet. <laughs> a good old saying, yeah. And uh, yeah, we did a bunch of awesome, amazing stuff that almost turned out to be sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, the last one I had was uh, from Kevin later in the episode. Even getting them to do something simple, like pulling teeth, is like, I don't have a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh was a good God. one. I liked it when uh, she goes up to the coffee machine, or what looks like a coffee machine, goes, is this matter or antimatter in this one? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? And then this, for some reason, is my favorite quote of the entire first season. And it's just nothing. Buzz off, Bamba John. <laughs> that literally makes me laugh so much every time. I don't know. Maybe that we have discussed that more in context to get yeah. that. But like, there's just something I, I about think we the do, way that she waves them off and goes, "Buzz off, Bombajan." And I almost put that down, but it it was so out of context. It makes no <laughs> mm -hmm. sense. Exactly. I don't care. But I love it. <laughs> I, I sometimes I just want to say it in life. I, I it just has a ring to it. Buzz off, Bamba John. Like yeah. it means nothing, but I want to say it. They probably then, wrote that character's name just for that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and then the quote of the year. You basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and work that into my normal speech now. Just because <laughs> that's that's just fun to say. That's like her ultimate insult right there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been Out of Context Quotes of the Week, which brings us to, finally, the season finale of season one uh, episode. Kevin, tell us how it went down. All right, so this episode starts with them bursting in and saying, we're here, throw us into the bad place, don't send our friends. And then, of course, Sean, who is like a cosmic version of Chidi is like alright now we have a bigger decision to make so him and Michael go and kibitz in the back room and everybody else is left to decide which of the two of them is going to the bad place good Eleanor decides it's her and someone else and she storms out everybody else is agonizing over this meanwhile we're getting the background story of Michael coming up with the concept of the good place he's working at the architect uh, desk and he's being you know he's the new guy and he's got this fantastic new idea that no one's ever tried before and he brings it to the meeting and you know uh, Sean buys in and everybody's happy and then uh, you know we come back and Eleanor decides she's figured it all out and Mike drops and the season ends what and I all right. am dead Buzz inside off, Bamba John. Yeah, that's all right oh boy Th this stuff was crazy let's start from the beginning because obviously we want to get to the end but let's start from the beginning Michael is in his office and he's getting an assignment to do his own neighborhood from a 12 year old. So, <laughs> so what he's in his, he's in like the bullpen with everybody and like, what is this place? Why are they figured out? Why are they configured as humans? They're all, they're not all of them the are. Desk? No. Okay. Not all True. of them are. Why is he, why are, oh, so many questions, but. Yeah, it was just like an right? interesting place. 
the interesting place, a new spinoff podcast uh, by Nerdy Things Podcast. But um, it was just really weird to have him as a human, have most of the people as humans and him sitting at a desk. And, and this, this whole episode is just super unsettling for me. But we'll, we'll keep going because that was just a weird well, thing. We, but, but I think that we're seeing this through a filter. Okay. I think this is what we would perceive of this because, I mean, we, we know he can see on nine yeah. dimensions and okay. blah, 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 blah. So I think this is just sort of what we would understand of what they're doing. Yeah. See, so I think I was thinking the same thing because we do see the lava monster, which is really interesting. But yeah, I would imagine that as beings, they would be just almost like thin air, like just matter floating throughout so that in order for us to process what happened behind the scenes, we had to see them as humans. I don't know. But either way, he gets his assignment from a uh, from a 12 year old and then we go back to the neighborhood and they have 30 sec uh, 30 minutes to decide the fate of everybody two people have to go to the bad place that's the way it is michael and sean go up into eleanor's bedroom michael announces that this is truly the saddest day of his life at which point the clown music starts and the clown door closes <laughs> that was pretty hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we go to the title screen, which that was just a perfect way to open this episode. But so now we're in the deliberation. All these people have to decide, you know, what's going to happen. Eleanor says that she and Jason were both bad and they should go. And pretty much everybody agrees. But Jason argues that they are not the only ones who did bad stuff because of basic consequentialism. Oh, my God. What? The one thing this guy yeah. remembers. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, really? You waited till the season finale to be kind of smart to know a thing? He completely he, accurately articulates the concepts of consequentialism and why Chidi and Tahani are just as guilty as the rest of them at this point. And you know that that completely screwed up Chidi. Right. Like that ruined him right there. He was <laughs> done. Much, yeah. He's like, yeah, you know what? He, this This idiot is right. I can't help but go to the bad place for what i've done i'm the worst I, I, but then oh, at the God. same time he's got to be looking look what i just did i taught that idiot what consequentialism is right <laughs> exactly so eleanor takes oh. jason aside and is trying to explain why once again why we need to go to the bad place and she says listen chidi tried to help us that's really what he was trying to do. Meanwhile, you're falling asleep and making fart noises with your hands, which he's sitting there doing, going, I could never do that on Earth. This place truly is paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And I love how every time someone announces that they're going instead of him, he's like, nice. I, we get to stay together, honey. And he's like making Me out with so, Janet yeah. the whole time or trying, out to, trying to make out with her. I don't know where any of his bits were in relation to any of her. I don't even think he knew how to do the thing on Earth. The sex? Well, judging by the diagrams that we saw from last episode, I, I think you're right. I mean, there was definitely Spider-Man and wrestling <laughs> and all these weird stick figure positions that we just, ugh. I mean, I, I tried six of them last night, but uh, I was alone, so it was awful. So, yeah, Eleanor and Jason are discussing this over here. Meanwhile, Tahani and Chidi are talking, and Tahani is expressing her insecurity that, well, do I really want to stay here? Because once those two leave, I don't have a soulmate. I think I love you, but I'm not sure that you love me. But you're going to be off doing your thing with real Eleanor. And I'm just going to be over here with no soulmate and friendless. 
So very vulnerable moment from Tahani here. Yeah, it's it's really weird because we did have all the quote unquote built up romance that we kind of saw between her and Chidi. The they have some similar interests and and they like you know they are sort of on the same wavelength and Chidi can kind of stand Tahani. So it's like were they really meant for each other like does she really love him or is this like situational like what it i don't know it it, it does bring up a lot of stuff and de- the development from this whole season which was really interesting right but jason and eleanor come to the agreement that they need to go they're about to say their goodbyes doing that whole hugging everybody's saying very nice things to each other and then boom out of nowhere real eleanor comes in and goes I'm going to the bad place. What? (laughs) Okay. Because Chidi doesn't love her. That's why. Yeah. He's such a martyr. (laughs) I mean, she's too good. She's too good. Yeah, I mean, she's the way I thought about it. She's too good. Is that she's already been there. She already knows what it's about. Might as well. Just go back, please. (laughs) Well, this throws everything into a tizzy. And meanwhile, Sean and Michael are talking. And I love this scene. No, now, because, all right, we're talking about the episode. Now, knowing what happens at the end, this scene is so good. Because Sean tells Michael he'll be in trouble with his boss. And that retirement is probably on the table. But what do I know? I'm just an all-knowing judge from on high. Yeah, but here's the thing. In that scene, knowing what happens at the end of this episode... Why were they talking? They were alone. Why were they? Why were they still in character? Yeah, because they're staying. There in was character. no audience, but there wasn't an audience. Right. There's no one that we saw in, from this episode that Michael was right outside the door talking to the old swingers that he was throwing in there. So he's far enough away that they know that they can't be heard. There's no reason they had to stay in character. Right. But the, I think the only reason Sean was staying in character was. To rub it in Michael's face. Yeah, to be like... Because it wasn't Sean really talking. Like, this whole statement is essentially saying, your boss is going to screw you. But what do I know? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a little bit of, like, uh, just noogieing it in there on him. The tongue-in-cheek. You you know what? You're right. I can see that. Yeah. So that's why I liked it so much, because he goes and adds that part at the end, but what do I know? I'm just the all-knowing judge. Not your boss. You ain't, yes, I am your boss. So that's that's (laughs) what, you know, I just... Good on Sean cosmic wing <laughs> see he doesn't show emotion <laughs> he can't show emotion yeah. <laughs> it nauseates him uh so then we do a little flashback and uh you know we get to michael questioning the whole uh system and this is another part where again knowing what happens at the end we never get to see all the fun but the fun is the torture <laughs> yeah it, it was uh, yeah um, <sighs> i gotta tell you i was not expecting any of this and i really hate y'all for like keeping all of this secret because why in the final episode of season one everything changes and the rug gets pulled out from under me and i don't know where i feel safe who's safe anymore i really felt safe with michael (laughs) because he was your dad right yeah and now michael is my dad (laughs) yeah new new merch out now no yep um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean and now you get what we were saying jules if you go back and watch this whole season from the beginning with this new knowledge there's all kinds of little easter eggs here and there that you can pick this stuff out but i think they had to blow it up because i remember getting to this point the first time around and i was thinking 
all right, I get why they only did 13 episodes this season, but can they come back for a season two? Can they possibly continue this story arc? No, I don't think there's any way they could have continued that story no. arc. It had run its course. No chance. It's like the show Prison Break. Once you break out of prison, it's just prison broke. <laughs> you can't go back. They And they did. There's like six seasons of Prison going Break. Back. And right? Season one was phenomenal. Seasons three and four were okay. Don't watch season two. Don't bother. But it never happened. I mean, no this two. show, this show, holy, and, I can't wait to continue watching. And the thing is, if there wasn't something after this, like if they didn't blow up this whole thing in the first place and they wanted to, and they knew this was the story arc and they wanted to try and carry it out over two or three seasons, the show wouldn't have been an eighth as good. Because we wouldn't have had the cliffhangers every episode. We would have been drawing out these things over two and three and four episodes. And it would have basically been The yep. Walking Dead. And no one watches that show. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so Michael kind of shares his idea for his, his new plan. And they're like, mm, I don't think this is going to work. But tell me how this might go down. Because I'm interested. So we cut back to the, the group. Now that freaking real Eleanor's come in and thrown a monkey wrench into it. And Eleanor says that she's going. But then Chidi says he's going. But no, Eleanor's going. But And she says, end of story. But then no, Tahani's going. End of everything. And meanwhile, every time someone decides they're going, Jason goes, yay, we did it, baby. And yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, and I, I love that every time they have a decision, there's a, a wrench thrown in it, like with Eleanor showing up, the whole Bomba John thing, like all of it is just co carefully choreographed. And, and it like you, you just, along with Eleanor, you're sitting there and, and just watching as her, as she pieces it together. And I, I did the same thing. This episode just didn't sit right, right with me from the start when I was watching it through the first time. And I'm like, there's, there's a twist. There's a twist, and I don't, I think it's that they're in the bad place, but it doesn't make sense, and it totally makes sense. Well, you can see it right here. This is where it all comes to a head, and this is where the light switch turns on, because they're going back and forth, each one of them offering themselves up, but the tensions are somehow building, because when Tahani says, end of everything, and then Jason goes, yay, we did it, baby, she turns and goes, uh, that's enough out of you, robot lover, and he goes, that's racist, and she goes, I'm not a robot, and all of a sudden they start fighting, and that's when Eleanor goes, <laughs> what is this? This isn't good. None of this is good. So she announces that she, Mike and Sean should come back in. Doesn't tell anybody anything. This takes a lot of confidence. She's going to be pretty damn sure yeah. she's right because the, the fate of everybody oh, yeah. is in the balance. And she's like, nope, I'm not consulting on this matter. I'm just doing it. And she brings those, trust me, yeah, trust me. So she brings them back in. She announces that her and Cheaty are going to the bad place. And Michael's like, are you sure? And he's like, she, he's like, yup, but don't you want to, nope, call that train. Bamba John busts in the door and Bamba John goes, oh, I have found a loophole in this thing. And she's like, uh-uh, buzz off, Bamba John. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> she is on awesome. a roll. And uh, she announces to everybody that she's figured the whole thing out. She says, this is the bad place. And then Michael, Ted Danson, as Michael, has the best maniacal laughter ever. Oh, I love it. Oh, boy. This, was, this just kind of hurt. <laughs> like, to see him sort of just switch in character so fast and for it all to just be like, what? What's going on? Like, this moment where he's just like, ah, like, whatever. You got me. Like, this is it. It's like, what? I have How? tried to m mimic that maniacal laughter. I can't do it. 
I have kept trying. It's just it's somewhere between a like a giggle and a laugh, and then the evil Doctor Evil kind. Of, it's just it's just crazy. But then you know, so there's we, no duplicating it. No, no, it's brilliant Ted Danson. So then we go to commercial, and we cut back, and he goes, "Eleanor, you really suck." I was so close to pulling it off, and then he sits down in this chair and slowly, not like in a fit of rage, slowly pushes this tiny cactus off the edge of the end table, and then just looks at them like. I just did that. <laughs> there was oh, no God. point to it. <laughs> no, but that shows me that cats are evil, because that is something a cat would do, and he was doing that to Definitely. show that he's evil. Cats are evil. <laughs> so, so Eleanor explains the whole thing, that they've all done something to each other that has been uh, specifically torturous to the other person, and that at every turn, Michael takes one person aside and just tortures that person, which will then torture the rest of the group. And... Again, if we go back and look at the Easter eggs, Jason says, hey, I told you when we that night we first met that we were on a prank show. And she's like, you did, buddy. High five. Oh, God. <laughs> and in, in usual J- Jason fashion, he knows more than everybody else while knowing nothing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's Jason in a nutshell. Oh, I just didn't like I don't know if I like this episode. I don't know. I just feel I have a lot of feelings about this episode pretty much because again everything was changed everything is changed change the podcast name everything is not fine (laughs) (laughs) season two of everything is fine a good place podcast everything is not fine yeah a not so good place podcast (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so we we do a little bit of a flashback here where uh michael shows they show michael with the swinging couple outside and you know hey this is what we could best do and remember when we watched that episode we're like man these people are perfect to just sabotage these two ah yeah and they wanted to swing because that was just fun that was just a fun thing to add on (laughs) there was no real purpose behind that except for it being fun um yeah so it's just it, it, it. They're just showing us where everything came from, and it was it was so crazy. But the other interesting part is when they thought that Eleanor was the root of all of this. They always traced everything falling apart back to that first party. But Michael says because everything got ruined on his end, that all goes back to when she confessed. So instead of it yeah. being the bad thing that Eleanor did that ruined the whole party, it was really the good thing that she did that ruined the whole party crazy oh my yeah. god it is it's I'm not trying to process all of that all of everything that i that's been going on it's really crazy and to see you know michael saying that these characters are perfect to just do the worst to each other and seeing the little diagram that he had i was like oh what is this what is i still don't get what what their point is 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 it to have fun while torturing them so have we ever seen the good place at all who are these who is the bad place characters where did they what i'm so confused all the questions yeah right so many questions all the questions and this this show since you're binge watching it jules this isn't like a normal tv show where it goes from september to to may and then you go from May to September waiting to find out what happened. This went from September to December. We saw all this in half a year. So we had to wait from January to freaking September to get all these questions answered in season two. Oh, what geez. a brutal wait. It, it reminded me definitely of like a Doctor Who sort of 
cliffhanger weight and how everything gets changed on its head in a single episode. Um, not comparing it, like, I don't know, I don't know how good they are, like, comparing those two, uh, these two shows, but it was like just something happens and it's like, dun 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 like the doctor's theme came on and they were just trying to figure out like oh this these this is what happens behind the scenes this is what happened and it's like what this is so mind-blowing and then cliffhanger you have to wait for so long and yeah like you're saying i guess you waited a a really long time but i'm gonna watch it next week so it was just super i don't know (laughs) super interesting how to, to see all this unfold within a matter of minutes Right. So Michael's confessing he didn't think Eleanor would be do anything good. He didn't think Chidi would be so successful um, in helping her. And then everything really well, fell apart. And Janet and fell in love with Jason. And Tahani goes, wait, that part is real? <laughs> out of all of this, that part <laughs> is real? And then they're trying to figure out, like, okay, so how did these people end up in the bad place? Like, what happened to Tahani? And she had bad motivations. And all that money raised, what, like Eleanor holding the door, didn't really mean anything. And then, like, how did Cheedy get there? And Cheedy, in typical Cheedy fashion, he is so smart, but so unaware. Guys, I have something to tell you. One time I read an article about how almonds were bad for the environment. (laughs) Picking almonds was bad for the environment, and I kept drinking almond milk. And Michael's like, no, your indecisiveness and your rigidness ruined everybody's life. What are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> and then Ellen is like talking about different people and she's like we have a hot rich fraud with legs for days wait I might legit be into Tahani so this is a whole this is a multiple times this has come up this is a whole side action different, thing this going is a on different here. issue though oh man and so uh, Eleanor basically says the biggest mistake that you made Michael because she's so proud of herself she's rubbing this in his face was bringing us all together because we all helped each other but Michael agrees and says, that's what I'll do differently next time. No soulmates keep you guys apart. What? what? Next time? What next time? Oh, boy. <laughs> so, Which brings me back to how long has passed in all of this. This is why I get confused by it. You know, none of them have to have died in the same time. Or, I don't know anything, like about how many times this has happened have they said like how many times they've gone through this is this the first time that they've gone through it that's the story as we know it right now okay because what if they i i don't know any hey this is jules the human i haven't seen later on in season two or anything but i i don't know if this is the first time because michael seems to be like oh well let's just do it again let's just do it one more time maybe he's done that a few times um, and I know you two aren't going to give me any help, but that's just me talking. <laughs> uh, that's just me saying, I don't think this is the first time that's happened because he was so quick to say, oh, this is what I got to change now. Okay, let's just do it again. But he, but he does then have to go get permission from Sean. And okay. Sean is not like, because we find out now Sean's the boss. He says, I have to ask my boss. And he goes to Sean. And Sean seems like he needs a little convincing to let him do this again. So I don't know. Yeah. But in the meantime... Eleanor realizes that something bad's going to happen. She doesn't know what it is, but something's bad's going to happen. So she writes something on a piece of paper, makes sure Janet can't eat it, and shoves it in Janet's mouth. <laughs> so Michael comes back. Yeah. Michael tells him, hey, we're going to start this thing over. And she's like, there's nothing you can do to hurt us because you're basic. Snap of a finger, right back to square one. 
Eleanor Thanos. Eleanor sitting in the room. Everything yeah. is fine. Woo. So everything we is see great. a little bit of Eleanor's first A. We kind of fast forward because we've seen the whole presentation before. But we get into Eleanor's house. It's the same crappy clown infested house. But Eleanor's got a new soulmate. And it's Chris, who's a jacked mailman. <laughs> I was Love like, it. oh, no, this is like the worst thing for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he he goes to work out because she's trying to confess it's funny the same thing happens she's trying to like listen you're gonna stand by me same thing she did to chidi but it's like he knows what's coming interesting so he says he's got to go work out strips off his shirt and off he goes but then janet comes in and goes i think this is for you and the note says find Cheaty, to which eleanor says what the fork is a cheaty and that's the end of season one Fremulon. Janet what? had a different outfit on, I think, if Did I she? remember right. Ooh, I don't I know. Janet looked a little different in the new I think place. you're right. <laughs> I think, well, it's a reboot. Every reboot, you know, things yeah. are a little different. You know how computers are. They're temperamental. <laughs> but yeah. Well, and they would have had to have rebooted Janet, right? Because she loved Jason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. what happened there. I'm, yeah, didn't she say when I, when I got rebooted, I woke up with this in my mouth? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, I don't Pretty know. Sure. I'm so confused. In this <laughs> this episode, just kind of, I want to go back to the old episodes. Oh, I just want to live in that world. Just let me live in that world. But it, welcome I, to life, be, Jules. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> A new podcast. Everything is great. <laughs> A yeah. good place podcast. I don't know. It yes. just kind of blew my mind. I was not expecting that at all. Like I, I couldn't see it. It was probably right in front of my face, but it just made it that much more impactful. I just couldn't see it at all. No, that's the sign of good writing right there, is when all the clues are there, but you can't quite put them together because you're looking in a different yeah. direction. This is the it's first a classic time... misdirection. It's, it's a magician's uh, yeah. trick right there. Yeah, this is the first time in a while that something like that has like blown my mind. Something from a TV show has blown my mind like that. It's kind of crazy. If you were mind blown as well please get into contact with us or get into contact with me so i know i'm not alone in this mind blowingness <laughs> on the everything is fine podcast facebook group because that'll be cool. no i i was i remember i i used to think that friends was the best at cliffhanger episodes at the end of seasons like when they're at the beach and ross is trying to decide whether he wants to get back with rachel or stick with the shaved head girl and he goes down the hallway <laughs> to turn into a room and then boom you don't know which room he turned into and you have to wait the whole season like i thought that was mind-blowing okay this is on a whole nother level because they just took my show that i fell in love with for 13 <laughs> episodes and told me that everything i knew about it was wrong this yep. is a whole thing. So I can't wait to talk about it. Um, on the discussion group this week, uh, we'll pose a question. Just tell us what you felt the first time you saw this, whether you're watching through it now with Jules or whether you saw it back in the day with Kevin and I. Tell us what your feelings were. And I'd love to compare notes on that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. But guys, thanks for joining us for the first season of Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast. We are now through season one. We'll be back here next Monday on to season two. 
trying to catch up to season three, which we are on pace to do and just go through each episode new, each mind blowing episode on its own with you guys. So I can't wait to do that. In between episodes, you can find our Facebook discussion group by going to Facebook and searching Everything is Fine. We are right there. It's the only thing that will come up on your search. You can also find us on Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast, and we are part of Nerdy Things Pod Productions. You can find us on every social media that exists at Nerdy Things Pod and on nerdythingspod.com. So thank you so much, guys, for going through season one. Can't wait for next week. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. As always, have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.